Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You're here with your co-hosts, me, Stephanie Richardson, and Heather Smith. Hey, Heather. Hi. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. So glad you're here. (laughs) It makes me happy that you're here. (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) yes Yes. you stephanie and everybody listening now and in the future thank you (laughs) absolutely so what are we talking about today heather i know our topic is how not to lose your car keys but yeah how not to forget your your car keys forget (laughs) that's right see i forgot this is why i need this show Yep, it's just for you. Oh, not to, is the next one how not to forget a show topic? Yes. <laughs> yep, I'm making a note right now. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be a hit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, um, well, we were talking about uh, forgetting things, <laughs> things like when we have a show <laughs> or our car keys <laughs> or any number of things. <laughs> right? And... Um, we were laughing about it because we were like, how often have you told yourself not to forget something and then you promptly forget thereafter? <laughs> Almost every single time I forget something. Yeah. Almost every yeah. single time I forget something, I thought earlier in the day, ooh, don't forget that thing. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So is it actually possible to change that? <laughs> so, no. I mean, yeah. what is it? Let me ask a question instead. Is it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, so we're going to propose uh, uh, the possibility of that being changeable, something that we play with ourselves. And so we wanted to share it with you guys because um, it can be so useful. And we love useful, practical advice. <laughs> so, yeah, who knew that woo-woo could be so practical? I know. Isn't it weird? <laughs> I love I that, though. We're going to have to change the name of the, name of the show to the Woo Woo Girl's Guide to Being Totally Practical. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least book. a show topic, if not our new name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I kind of love it. I do, too. <laughs> so All right. So... We don't have a reason. I was about to ask the question. So why is it that every time that we think to ourselves, oh, my gosh, I should remember to put my car keys, that we forget? But why isn't the question that actually works? So what can we ask here that would be different? Well, I mean, there are a few questions of, like, you know, what would it take to recall everything I am required and to recall and would make my life easier to recall if I recalled it. <laughs> There's the yeah, question. okay. Except yeah. for if you don't believe that that's possible, that won't work. So what else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so actually instead of asking a question, um, we had a, a, a different kind of tool, um, which was about taking action. Like how often – do you tell yourself to not forget your car keys? Like you have the awareness that it's important to have your car keys, like for whatever reason, it doesn't matter why, but you know it's important. Oh, I know why. Because you're (laughs) heading, (laughs) it's because you're leaving, oh, I had a a scenario and I, uh, it's one of those scenarios where you, let's say you're at your house 
because yeah. you took a cab home and then you're about to go have lunch with someone, but then you're going to have to pick your car up on the way back home. So you don't have to drive anywhere heading out, but you do have to drive yeah. coming back. So normally you couldn't forget because you can't drive your car without your car keys, but in this scenario you don't need your car keys to drive, but you do need them to drive home. <laughs> right. Excellent. I love it. Practical. <laughs> so, right. So what, so what we're looking at is, again, how often do you tell yourself, okay, don't forget this. You can't forget this. Mm-hmm. And then you okay, forget it. I need to remember. I need to right. remember. I, yeah, I have to remember this. So what if instead of having the mental conversation, you just take action? Instead of saying, don't forget your car keys, but then go on doing whatever it is you're doing, what if instead at that moment you take the action of getting your car keys and putting them in your pocket or putting them in your purse or putting them hanging on the front door handle so you can't leave the house without (laughs) seeing them? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So really that's simple. Like instead of thinking (laughs) about what you have to do, take action. Do it. Okay, so one I mean, so why that seems so simple that it's almost retarded. Like, no, not that. Yeah. Um, it seems so simple that it's, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. And yet, we still find ourselves in this position over and over and over again. Oh God, I knew to remember my keys and I didn't. Um, so, what are the things that get in the way of us taking action? Because we know how many times we've done this. Put things in a safe place, for instance. Oh, good Lord. How many times have you put things in a safe place and you can never find them again? You put them somewhere so safe, you'll never find them. Yes. Good job. Good job. Good job. Celebrate. Every time you lose something you put in a safe place, celebrate because you put it somewhere so safe, no one can find it. That was a good job. Including you. Yes. Very safe. So first of all, Yes, exactly. So the first part of this is actually weirdly celebrating that you do actually know. You know what's going on. You have awareness. You are aware that you are going to leave your keys. You are aware of where to put something where it will be so safe no one will ever find it. So these are actually gifts, and it doesn't seem like it at the time, but when you start to acknowledge them as gifts, I think that that's one of the things that allows you to change. Because you start going, hey, wait, every time I do this, I actually do leave my keys. This is a new bit of information for you. So it's not just about adding practical things to your life like, oh, hey, maybe I should just take action now, which is awesome. But it's also about (laughs) beginning to recognize the place where you're giving yourself hints that you have capacities that you've thought were things that were wrong with you. So thinking that, God, I always leave my car keys. No, you're always aware you're going to leave your car keys. You just leave your car keys to prove that you have awareness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to prove to yourself that you knew what you knew. You knew. (laughs) You never would have noticed if you actually followed through. So now will you just acknowledge that you're amazing and now allow yourself to take the action that would actually prevent what you know is going to happen in the future? See? Up until now, you haven't been able to do it because if you actually followed through and put your keys somewhere where you could recall them, then you wouldn't trust that you know. 
Do you know what I'm saying? So like basically yes. if you had up until now, if you have not acknowledged that you're amazing and you know the future, if you haven't, then basically what happens is you have to leave them because if you don't leave them, you can't let yourself know. Otherwise, you just would have been like, I didn't leave my keys. I don't know what I was worried about. Now, <laughs> if you acknowledge, hey, I'm aware of the future. I know I'm going to leave my keys. I'm going to change the future now. Now you have the capacity to just put them in your pocket. <laughs> well, yeah, and that, I, I love how you snuck it in there. <laughs> change the future. <laughs> I'm calling you out on it. <laughs> I know. I was trying to just like, you know, weasel it in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what if changing your future is like that mundane? <laughs> like it is that yet, mundane. Yeah. And yet it can make such a big difference in your life. Like how much more ease can you have if you start to trust what you know, and trust those little hints that you're getting about the future that's coming, and choose accordingly. Choose what actually works for you. Like, does it actually work for you to forget your keys, or would it be more enjoyable and create something like the life you'd really like if you acknowledge that awareness of the future you have and make a new choice based on that that works for you? I love it. Mm. <laughs> so, now, I, I want to I throw something out there now, too, because now yeah. I have a new scenario that's popped into my mind, and you can't just <laughs> go put these things in your pocket. So now you have an awareness that you're going to forget the kids at school. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Good one. So you can't just go pick the kids up now, and yeah. you can't just go put them in your pocket. Unless you have <laughs> very, very tiny kids, in which case that would be a really uncomfortable ride. You might end up with some dislocated limbs. So let's not do that. Let's not put the little <laughs> tiny kids in the pocket. Um, <laughs> so now what do we do then? Good question. So <laughs> like what uh, I would say, notice what it is you normally do in that situation. Like is forgetting your kids something that occurs often? Like are you working so hard and so much that you forget things like that? <laughs> Which, I mean, some people may think, good God, what kind of parent are you? And other people are like, uh, yeah, I can I barely keep it a whole together. Bunch. Yeah. yeah, I had <laughs> right. this one day a week where I would be a totally at a different school. I get how hard it must have been to recall where I might be or that they had to come pick right. me up early. I get yeah. it. Right. So instead of going into the judgment of any of this, <laughs> I would say, would would you look at it um, just honestly and practically without any judgment? Like, so what is it that creates the forgetting of that? Like, like what do you again? What do you normally do in this scenario? Like, if it's something that repeats over and over, what is it you do, and what is it you're not doing? And just consider that because it's like, again, in these kinds of questions, it gives you awareness of what's going on, like what, what is happening. And when you have awareness of what is actually happening, then you have the choice to change it. So, you know, and start asking, like, what can I add to my life that will change this? You know, do you require your spouse giving you a phone call? Do you require a secretary writing it down and reminding you? Do you like what? Do you just like, need somebody the, else to pick them up? 
Yeah, or exactly. Like what is it that would work for you to remedy the situation? And what if there's no right or wrong answer to that question? What if it's just finding what works for you? And what if whatever See, works is, for you is okay? Yeah, this is one of those things where with the kid example, one of the things that I really see is that our judgments of what a good parent should do yeah. gets in the way of actually making a choice that will work. So in the morning you may think, oh, my God, don't forget to pick up the kids don't, or the kid. <laughs> don't forget yeah. to pick up the kid. Don't forget to pick up the kid. Don't forget to pick up the kid. They've got a special thing at an early time, and I just know I'm going to forget, so don't forget the kid. Um, in that moment is a place to add another question, is what I heard you talking about, which is, you know, what else can I add to my life? What is it that's creating this? You can also add the question just, hey, what would actually work today? What am I aware of, and what would actually work? So yeah, today, right. you know, <laughs> you may be like, well, of course I can pick up the kids. A great mom or a great dad would always pick up the kids if the kids need to be picked up. That's the kind of conclusion that actually creates those situations in which we, what looks like, fail. And it's not actually failing. It's giving ourselves more information. Oh, oops, look, I did, I did know what was actually going to happen. So what choice can I make here that will actually work? So I've decided a good parent would do this, but can I do this today? Yes? No. And if the answer is yes, cool. What would I need to do right now to make sure that I do this with tollies? And that's what you were talking about. Do I need to have someone else call me? Yeah. Do I need to set an alarm? Do I need to, that kind yeah. of thing? But if the answer is I actually cannot do this today, I have another important meeting that I'm basically saying it has to go perfectly for me to get to the kid and I'm just thinking it'll all work out. But what if I put it an, an action plan in place that takes care of the kid no matter what? So now you're like, okay, so cool. I called the nanny. The nanny's going to pick the kid up. Now if you can make it, great. If you can't make it, great. The kid's taken care of, and no matter what you choose or no matter what happens, you're taken care of. And that's the kind of thing that I love that this – you know, really having no expectations of who you, who you will be, but knowing what happens and knowing what you've chosen in the past, <laughs> you know, yeah. allows you to choose something that will actually work. And then you, you actually allow for you to, to exceed what you have planned for. So now imagine you've set it up. The nanny's going to pick up the kid. You're all good. You can forget the kid as much as you need to forget the kid until normal time or whatever that is, until the nanny brings the kid home, you know? Yeah. And yeah. in addition, if you show up now, whoa. Imagine how different that reality is than, than the one in which you have to get everything perfect in order to even fulfill what you promised you would fulfill. Is that different? And this is part of, too, how we're talking about changing your future is built out of these really weird mundane choices. The choice was, I'm going to make it easy for me to, I'm going to make it easy for me to succeed here. <laughs> Succeeding yeah. for me today would be making sure the kid gets where the kid needs to go and I get to be where I need to be. What's it going to take for that to happen? Totally. 
What if it was easy to succeed? What if it was easy to succeed? What if it was easy to succeed? Mm. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that. Would you allow it to be easy to succeed? (laughs) Wow. I guess this is, again, where those beliefs that we, those really underlying strong beliefs that we have, for instance, parenting is hard, get in the way of us actually being able to choose something else. Because you, you're well, yeah. constantly basically proving to yourself, yeah, parenting's hard or owning a business is hard, right? That's another one where we make you know, make multiple promises that we may or may not be able to fulfill. Or you may make the promise knowing you won't fulfill it while telling yourself, I will, I will this time. I promise I will this time. I promise I yeah. will this time. You know you won't, but you keep promising yourself you will this time. Like, you know, to go back to that, to the, to the bad parent example, you know, yeah, maybe like the bad parent you had, I promise I'll do better this time. <laughs> right. And there you go, failing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah. So it's like, what if it could be actually pretty easy and simple to change these things that seem so terrible or seem so difficult or seem so unchangeable? Like, I mean, there's so many people who look at this kind of stuff and they're like, oh, it's just the way I am. I'm just, I'm a flaky parent. <laughs> you know, they, they, so many people give in to how it currently is rather than be willing to empower themselves with the awareness that they really do have choice and that they're making choices that are contributing to the situation as it currently is and they have the ability to make new and different choices that can change it, make it more enjoyable and better for them and everybody involved. Yeah. And that's one of the cool things with this that I love is that when we start making these choices that actually work better for us, it does include everybody else in our life. It does include our family. It does include our business or coworkers. And it's just a beautiful thing. I love it. <laughs> Well, I, what I was looking at when you were talking was, was what happens with me where I've decided that the only way for me to be better at something is like this one very specific way of being better at it, and it's the one I'll never choose. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Isn't that weird? so true? It's it is. So it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get better at bookkeeping or like, and all things bookkeeping, not just numbers and money, but I'm going to get better at like maintaining my email list. I'm going to get better at like, that's the one way to get better at business is by doing this thing that I will never do. Just never. And I just, you know, instead of going, wow, if I never had to get better at this, what could I choose that would allow this all to be different? Which is allowing, is an allowance of me and what I've chosen so far. And the weird part is, is the number of times that you go, okay, cool, what if I never changed? What could I add or be or choose that would allow this to be different? When you start asking that, all of a sudden, sometimes it does open for you to change. And all of a sudden, it's easy for you to do something because you don't have to. And then other times, you just go on with your new plan. <laughs> yeah. Allow well, someone else I- to contribute. Yeah, and it's such a powerful thing. Like we don't, like really, what if it's not wrong? What if you're not wrong for the things you just don't do and just won't do? 
Like, what if that's not a wrongness? What if that's not a judgeable offense? What if that's just what works for you? Like, what if, and what if that's okay? Like, I, <laughs> I am terrible at putting a new toilet paper roll on the, in the bathroom. <laughs> like, when the toilet paper <laughs> runs out, I will change it when I come back when I need it rather than changing it the moment it runs out. <laughs> Right, which is really rude for my husband, right? <laughs> he goes in there and there's no toilet paper. Right? And so this is like, you know, everyday example that I do, right? <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> I did something in my guest bathroom to handle this. Uh, I put, I, because, you know, I may, I may have done the same thing repeatedly. <laughs> um, so I now have a basket in the guest bathroom with yeah. a pile of toilet paper in there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So there's two things that occur now. <laughs> Is either I get over myself and I change it <laughs> when it runs yeah, out. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Debating. Or my husband does exactly that. He puts one or two or three other rolls on the back of the toilet or someplace handy. So it's right there. And if he needs to get it or I need to get it, it's already there. So there's a few a few scenarios that change that and make it. I have to be my own husband in this scenario. So yeah. <laughs> so I, I chose a big basket so that I don't have to do this that often. Yes, yeah, right. It's literally got like it's literally got like ten rolls in it. <laughs> I love it. Until it has one. Form. Yeah, right. In which case I look at it and go, Oh, maybe I should refill that. Right, right. but then it's only like what, once a year? <laughs> exactly. Smart. I like that. Yeah, so again, what if whatever it is you choose or you never choose isn't a judgeable offense? <laughs> what if it's okay? And what else could you add that would make it work for you and for everybody uh, with a little more ease? <laughs> and what would it be like to have fun with exploring it, you know? You know, like this thing with the toilet paper, like instead of getting super pissed off, you know, my husband just rolls his eyes, <laughs> or he goes, Heather, <laughs> or whatever. But it's like when I don't have a judgment of me for it, and I don't fight my husband, and I don't resist, like I know if I don't change it, he's going to be irritated, right? So am I going to enjoy that? Am I going to change my action so he's not irritated? <laughs> like... What, what would I like to choose? <laughs> so um, far, still not to change the toilet paper. <laughs> I, love how, I love how often we think getting upset with someone will make them change their behavior when really all it does is create upset. <laughs> yeah. I think we're creating something with upset. Upset doesn't actually create anything. <laughs> we were like... This will change something. Does it? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I still, more often than I care to admit, don't change the yeah. toilet paper. <laughs> upset, with your, upset with yourself is the same way. You being upset yeah. with yourself for leaving the kid when you knew you would will not make you do better in the future. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Which is why we have to ask new questions. Yeah. I, right? 
No, same thing with eating. You being upset with you for eating entire pound cake will not make you not eat the pound cake in the future. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Won't won't help. Promise. Won't help. (laughs) Right. It just leads you to being upset and full right now. Might as well be happy and full. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so what other choices do you have available that you never considered? And would you consider them now? (laughs) Would Would you have that kind of allowance for yourself to consider what else you could choose? Just an idea, just an option. (laughs) (laughs) So if this has brought up a whole bunch of stuff for you, we do these things called clearing statements, which we have not done the entire time during this show. Uh, But if you want to see what they're like, both Heather and I do different things that allow for you to clear the stuff we just brought up. So all the upset, all the lack of change, everywhere you can't even imagine another possibility. Um, Heather does private sessions, and I do Wednesday night clarity nights, uh, which is 7 p.m. Eastern time, in which case a whole bunch of people who are desiring something different, desiring to get clear and desiring to change things, show up together, and we clear those things. So you can find Heather at heatherpsmith.com. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Yep. Awesome. Where you can also, am I right in saying they can find your book there? Yes. All my stuff. Awesome. I have books. So I have and <laughs> available <laughs> all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I love it. And then you can find me at stephanierichardson.com, and you can find both of us on Facebook. So uh, next week, do we know what the topic is for next week? Yes, we do. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, snap. Talk about a day oh. to be wrong about. Don't forget to get the Valentine. Don't forget to get the Valentine. Don't forget to get the Valentine. Yes. Don't forget the dinner reservations. Don't forget call now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or face the wrath. <laughs> Whichever you prefer. Sure. No, we have a very special show for you next week. Uh, we are so excited about it. And um, do we want to tell them or do we just want to leave them hanging and they have to come listen next week to find out? <laughs> well, something tells me we need to give them a little bit of a taster. Just a little taste. Just a little taste. All right. You want to go? You want to go? <laughs> All right. So we've interviewed a bunch of amazing men, um, not about how to be a better girlfriend, but actually how to be a man in relationship with crazy-ass potent women, um, and <laughs> how not yep. to lose yourself in, uh, in that process, how to actually be everything that you are without losing you, and how to also create a happier woman. So who knew that those two things could go together? Uh, most of us always thought that you had to you had to have less of you to have a happy woman. But what if that's not actually true? And that is the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong gift to all our men listeners and for all the women who just want to hear what men are these men are saying about relationships because we know that you women love to to get in on a good conversation with some potent sexy men so um <laughs> so we're going to have a, a remix of all the interviews that we've done with some amazing men using access tools so that's next week yeah yeah so join us next week on the good girl's guide to being wrong and happy at noon pacific 3 p.m eastern And uh, we'll look forward to being with you next week. Thanks, everybody.
We'll see you soon.